have a gift or talents. Every one of us are creatives. Okay. Even though if you don't know that about yourself yet, you are a creative. Mm. So we're made in his image. Look, look, every go, you can go outside, turn around, look around 360, look at everything God created and you were created in his image. So honey, you're, you have that same creativity mm. within you, you know? So whatever it is that's within you and you will have a passion for it. There's going to be a fire somewhere in there. Welcome back to the JXW podcast. I'm your host, Jay Poetics. And I yet again have an amazing guest, Coolie Baby. Cooley, baby, how are you doing today? Wagwan, beautiful souls. <laughs> I'm doing blessed um, again. And I, I know I was telling you this even before we started this session, but I am so blessed to be here. I want to thank you. I feel honored um, that you created the space for me mm. to be on your platform. And I'm just ready for God to have his way. Before I, we really dive into the context of this conversation, I want to like give people um some introduction of who you are so if you could like share to everyone what do you stand for what does your platform stand for who are you when it comes to whatever you're doing in this world okay i love that um so for those of you that don't know um my name is cooley my artist name is cooley baby i go by that i'm also a music artist um, as well as I do have my own ministry. Um, it's called CB17 Visions, A Visionary of Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's just where we come into agreement um, and grab a hold onto the visions and the promises of God, right? Um, while we just stand firm in faith at the same time, because, you know, faith, it, it sounds, you know, we, we people make it sound easy um, to have faith mm-hmm. and it's a road. It's definitely a process. It's a walk, right? So it's just, you you know, come into agreement with people that can uplift you, lift you up, because we're all here for each mm-hmm. other. We're not here for ourselves. And I always say that. Um, and just knowing your identity, finding out who you are in Christ, mm-hmm. not in yourself, but in Christ. Um, but yeah, I would just say that sums up um, who I am and what I do. And I just want to spread the word, spread the truth, whether in my music, in my ministry, no matter what I do. And, and really, the identity factor is very, very important to me because I've been in the church forever. Um, long, like even before I was born, I was technically serving in the church, which that don't make any sense. But I've been serving and, and giving my time, but I never had a relationship in Christ until last year, until I went through like, like things. And, and I don't even want to speak on it because... I've forgiven the people who've done to me and I've moved on, but it's also recognizing the fact that people are quiet about things that they're having issues with spiritually. Mm-hmm. And that's the real part that that's an issue because no, it's for the fact that we need to speak up. Yes. So I didn't know my identity in Christ until I had to literally stumble and find it. And I just want you to talk about when we stumble, when we fall, how does that benefit us through Christ, through our walk? Mm, That's so imperative. That's so important because I know a lot of people um, outside the body of Christ. um, And that's another thing. Being in the body of Christ and outside of the body of Christ, that's that's two different walks right there. Mm. Right. Um, But a lot of people outside of the body of Christ. They they look at us and they're like, oh, well, if 
if I'm supposed to walk in their shoes, I have to be perfect. Okay. Mm. The Bible says we will all fall short of the Mm. glory of God. So neither one of us can be perfect. Okay. Jesus was the only perfect man that will ever walk this earth. And that's it. So I like to tell people that I mentor or encourage that you don't want to strive for perfection. That's where we, that's where we like deliberately fall because you're striving for something that you can never attain. Right. So, and just like, um, in my music, like I, I'm also a music instructor. So when I'm talking to my vocal clients, I tell them, I'm saying, I tell them, um, practice does not make perfect, but Mm -hmm. practice makes progression. And that's what this walk is about. It's about progressing and you can't progress if you don't fall. For example, you can't know the provider in God unless you're in a place that you need something, you know? You can't know the 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 redeemer in Christ unless you've been in a place where you was down and needed to be redeemed, you know? So you you have to you have to fall. That's part of this walk. It's part of it. And that's where your character is built. That's where your growth comes, you know? I feel as though a lot of Christians and a lot of people in the faith use God as an Amazon, like, like they use God as a store, basically. Wow, I like that. I like how you put that. (laughs) Whenever they want something, they look to God and say, I want this. I want that. But we never look to God when things are already okay. We never want to build that relationship every single day when we're not in trials and tribulations. But when we're facing trials and tribulations, it's be ready. It's like God, God. Yeah, and that's like the really. It's just building your faith walk every single day. That's the most important thing, and I want you to dig into to that. How can people tap into to building their faith? every single what does that look like yeah and oh that's so good because um i always bring it back to intimacy it's all about intimacy it's it's just like okay so nowadays especially in this day and age right everybody wants to be in a relationship with somebody right whether it's for the wrong reasons and we know you know what i mean because nowadays i don't know what's going on out here but (laughs) whether it's for the wrong reasons or the right reasons you know some people they do have the further goal to become married and become one with someone right so i always say think about it like that when you finally do have that divine um soulmate that was created from god just for you you would want that person to share intimacy with you in every way and i always Mm. tell i always tell people intimacy does not only lead to sex it's not just about sex intimacy is about how do you communicate how do you um spend quality time how do you um care about the well-being of that other person you know what i'm saying so and it's and it's about communicating like that's a big thing you know how you hear communication is key man when it comes to christ all it's not about oh i need to get on my knees and and pray thou art father no it's not about that it's just about really getting into his presence and just having a conversation with him that's all and that's where, to me, that's where intimacy starts with him. And that's, it builds from there because you get stronger and more deeper in him. And no person, no body, no spirit, nothing can come separate you from that, you know? And, and I often catch myself whenever I'm like praying to God, because me personally, I'm a person who, 
Yeah, I will do the 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 traditional prayers, but at the same time, I just want to have a conversation with God. So yeah. I I will literally catch myself like saying like a traditional mm-hmm. Our Father type prayer, and I'll be like, yeah. No, God, God, let's 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 get to it. Let's <laughs> yeah, like God, what's you know? up? Like God, I'm not feeling it today. What is what? What's wrong with Marcus? Because he's he coming crazy at me, uh-huh. Father. Like you know, <laughs> it, it's just having that communication with God. That you can tell God your faults. You can tell God your mistakes. And you can literally treat God like a friend. God wants to be our friend. And it's in the hard, difficult times. And I'm just going to... I want to go deeper into that. But I just want to share it first. So me, um, I was in isolation, homeschooled. I'm the youngest child of five um all that and my father not only did he raise five children but he also took care of a a, a wife who was ill so my mother had a brain tumor and wow. i th- it started with like one seizure in a blue moon like if she had a seizure it was like the world was ending the sky is falling and and, and nobody knew what to do but then it started getting a little, you know, it started to get a little more frequent. You know, now it started to be like mm, once in like uh, every four months. Then it got closer and closer. And once it hit every week, I got desensitized completely. It was to the point where she would have a seizure and it would be in a public space like giant. Like most of the time it was giant because that's where we do all our food shopping. And everyone was going absolutely mad except me and my siblings we knew we knew we knew what the game was we mm-hmm. we stayed still we even continued shopping until the uh, the ambulance came you know wow my god so i want to like talk about and you don't have to share a personal story if that's not what you want to do but i just want to talk about through the grind through the grit how can we stay connected to god and not be like desensitized like to all that's going around how can we pull to god in all that that all the storms that's going around us yeah oh my god as you were talking i'm just oh use me god use me lord um so i you know anybody that do know and listen to me and you know tune into me they know that i'm very open real and transparent i love to share my testimonies and my stories and where i'm coming from because that's the reason why we're here a huge part of our purpose is to share is to share right so it's it's so crazy and i'm sorry to hear that you know that 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 you were going through with your with your mom um and it's funny that you say your mom because um that's what i'm going to share about now um Four months ago, I suddenly Mm, lost my mom. And this wasn't, you know how, like you said, you and your siblings and your family, you guys knew that, you know, she had seizures and, you know, you were expecting another seizure to come that next week, right? My mom, I mean, she had sickle cell, right? But she was very vibrant. She was healthy. She was upful. She was, you know, high spirits, right? So when she passed it was sudden like it's like we all was like what happened Mm. you know what i'm saying so and let me tell you guys something my mom 
is the only person that I've ever knew. She wasn't just my mom. She was my best friend, my counselor. My She was everything to me. You know, she was a single mom all my life. You know what I'm saying? So she's all I knew. She was mommy and daddy for me and my siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, so when that happened, man, 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 man. And before that transpired, God had me on a 40-day fast. A 40 day fast and I didn't know I thought the four let me be honest and real I thought that fast was for my marriage at the time and what he w- was doing was he had me in preparation to be in good in in the position I needed to be when my mom happened because my mom had to happen that was part of his will and God's will must come to pass so it had to happen. Yeah. And because it was already going to happen, he needed me in a good, firm position where I was already prepared for something like that. Now, in this natural, in my mind, I ain't prepared for that. Who's <laughs> ever prepared for that, you know? But when that happened, I kid you not, I was like telling God, I don't want to do this no more. I'm not doing my ministry no more. I'm not getting on no video speaking to people. I don't want to do this no more. What am I even doing here? You know, all of that was going through my mind and my heart. But let me say this. When you have already established a relationship with Christ, things are going to happen. The Bible says the weapons, they will form. It didn't say it might or it may or may not. It will. It will. The Bible says, Jesus said, you will go through trials and tribulations, but take heart, take heart, because we already, we, we already overcame this world. Yeah. You understand? So when you already have established a relationship with Christ, when you're going through, that's the time that you got to hold on to the word that he told you. That's the time you got to hold on to the promises that he told you way before that thing happened or way before that tragedy happened or that devastation happened. You know, you got to hold on to what was told to you and cling to him because Mm -hmm. he's the only one. I could tell you guys right now, if it wasn't for Christ, if it wasn't for my relationship with Christ, I don't know where I would be. I lost the only person I ever knew. I don't know where I'd be. You know, and it was it's a it's a double thing because I had to take on my two little sisters that, you know, she left behind. So it's a lot when you're subjected to this natural realm. You've got to tap into spirit and you've got to stay by stay living by spirit, because at the end of the day, our origin is spirits. We're not our flesh is not who we really are. We are spirit beings, you know, so it's tough. I won't say it's easy. I would never then on any stage, podium, platform, and say, it's easy. It's not. And the Bible says it's not going to be easy. But you got to take heart. And this is where we got to come into agreement with each other. Like me and you come into agreement right now on this podcast. That's power in that, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, it's not going to be easy. But you you got to cling and you got to use your resources. Use your source. God is the source. And, like, each other, we are each other's resources, you know? It's just wild, just god will just like you said god will prep you for everything and even when i was going through that because like i said at the the beginning of this episode i didn't have a relationship in christ until i literally stumbled and fell and my mother passed away for six years before i stumbled and fell and actually went on fire for god 
So I didn't really have God to cling on to. And I was clinging on to a lot of different things. And it wasn't even like I wasn't going like too deep into like vices and all that. God forbid. But yeah, there's a lot of people who choose vices. Me, I chose a, a more creative route. I was writing poetry. I, I, I wrote like the most depressing stuff I've ever written. And recently, like last year, I went through all of my stuff and I deleted it absolutely deleted it and that was it sounds minute to a lot of people but that's absolutely something so powerful for you to like get out and and delete but at the same time it was so powerful like the same velocity to actually write those things Mm. at the time so in our traumas in just spiritual warfare just going through our lives what are some things we can of course god like that is who he is one thing we can cling on to Mm -hmm. but when we talk about the physical what are things we can cling on to whether it be our gifting whether it be a a a tv show a christian tv show a network even if you have a a pastor that you feel really strongly about if you want to say their name or what can we cling on to well i would definitely say because you know again it's not going to be easy not when you're walking in this natural realm you know um it's hard even for people in the body of christ it's hard for a lot of people to walk in spirit and live in this physical world at the same yeah. time you know that's that's a process within itself so I, I would definitely say the thing about it is every one of us have a gift or talents every one of us are creatives mm. okay even though if you don't know that about yourself yet you are a creative Mm. So we're made in his image. Look, look, every go, you can go outside, turn around, look around 360, look at everything God created and you were created in his image. So honey, you're, you have that same creativity mm. within you, you know? So whatever it is that's within you and you will have a passion for it. There's going to be a fire somewhere in there. Now, like you said, maybe at some point in your life, you were utilizing it to the spirits of darkness, like depression or sadness or mm. anxiety and stuff like that. But there comes a time where you got to turn it around. You know, there comes a time where life, life will happen at the end, beginning and middle of the day. There comes a time where life will happen and that fire is going to ignite. The Bible say that all consuming fire and you will feel it and it's going to have to turn around. At some point, it's going to have to turn around. So I would say whatever um, creativity that you have within you and that it, whether you know or don't know about it, start putting your hands on things. The Bible say, uh, put your hands to the plow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So start putting your hands on things. If, if you don't know what you're good at, just, just do stuff, just do stuff. And you will start to see the fruit in your life and the evidence in your life. Everybody think that you have to know, like you have to know, well, this is what I want to do. Or like for the younger p- people, like a lot of people make them feel like they have to know who they want to be or what mm-hmm. they want to do, you know? It's okay if you don't. It's okay if you're about to go to college and you're undecided. It's okay. It's okay if you don't want to go to college. That's okay. A lot of people make them feel like, oh, you have to go to college. If you don't go to college, you won't be nobody. And that's not the case. Start putting your hands to the plow. Start putting your hands on different things. See how you feel. And this is for people that don't know, you know, their talent or gift. But for people that do, I would say, you know, 
find your find your strength in it. We all are strong in points and we all are weak in points, which brings me to my next uh, answer to your question is fellowship. Yeah. Fellowship is so important, so important because um, a lot of people and I know in this um, in this culture of this world, you know, everybody praises independency. Right. But in the culture of the kingdom, it's all about codependency. You got to be able to co- be codependent on God, number one, and then on your fellow brother, too, because, yes. you know, where you're weak, he may be strong. And yeah. so you guys lift each other up. And so fellowship, I would say, is extremely important. Find some people that's like-minded or that has a mindset that you want to get to. You might not be yeah. there yet. Start putting yourself around people like that. The Bible say bad company corrupts good character. Yes. You know, so once you and you know, these might be friends. And, and I had this experience. Oh, my goodness. I had some friends that. I loved them because we were just friends for a long time. Never let time tell you that you have to be clinged on to somebody. Time is nothing. What it is is fruit. The Bible says you would know them by their fruits. What's their fruit? What's the evidence? What what are they doing that's um, allowing you to grow your character in your life? You know, and if that's not happening, there's no sugarcoating it. And a lot of us, I was that person, so I can speak on it. A lot of us would like try to sugarcoat. Well, she has a good heart. Well, he's not a bad person. He means well. That's okay. And he probably do. And I'm not telling you to like cut him completely off, but you got to start moving the time that you're using to be around a bad company and bad company don't mean they're bad people. It means that yeah. it's just not good company for you. Right. God needs you to grow and come higher. So if whatever you the time that you're hanging out with them and really it's not feeding your soul or serving your purpose, you got to utilize that time towards what is towards people that are going to help you build. So I would say fellowship is another thing. Creativity, get into something, put your hands on something, start learning who you are and then fellowship and then, you know, listen to certain devotionals or just videos you know youtube is a big platform and i know it was it's man-made and everything and a lot of people use it for the wrong things but let me tell you something what the enemy mean for bad god always has (laughs) something good going on so you know youtube is there utilize it and and there's people out there that's chosen and touched by god to speak into your life too it's just so many resources like i said god is the source and he provides resources right here on this plane, this earthly plane that we're on. There's a lot of resources, you know? Something I really want to speak on, it's really the intentionality behind people that really needs to be said. Mm -hmm. People are good. Like, that's just the general social thing. People want to be good, to be connected to other people. But the thing about it is... it doesn't matter if that person is good or not. You have to look at their intentionality in your life. That's so important because for me personally, my like talent, one of my talent was that I'm a drummer, right? And, and since I've been serving in the church all my life, that's all people knew me as. That's literally what I am. And so I've sought the fact that the intentionality that people approached me with was you're the drummer you're nothing else to us and it's not to say that those people are bad people those people are extremely nice people but they didn't have any other intentionality into my life to pour into me and to make a friendship or any of that 
So it's really just knowing your value, your worth, and, and building connections that are actually solid. And not only are people benefiting from your gifting, because we also want to benefit others with like i want to benefit others with my skill of drumming i want to benefit mm -hmm. others with my skill of poetry that's fine but don't have those people utilize that and throw you to the curb the rest of you to the curb yes i, I so yeah i want you to speak on the intentionality of people mixed with y the younger generation who we're talking to um, finding themselves in their purposes and all that. Yes, yes. Um, you said it so good there when you said that they're not, that doesn't make them bad people. Yeah. Um, but their intention behind it was just pretty much, it was narrow. And that's, that's a lot of, that's a problem with a lot of people that um, when it comes to intentionality, they're narrow minded, you know? Mm. And, with you being somebody that you you know you have multiple talents, um, my God, I don't I I can't get the book of the in the Bible that speaks on the the talents that was given to um, three different people. One was given mm -hmm. ten talents, one five, one one. Mm -hmm. um, but in that in that it's like you know a lot of us have multiple talents, and because you know who you are within yourself. You cannot let someone else that doesn't know anything other than that one talent that they saw speak over your life. Yes. And a lot of times, and I was that person, a lot of times it would discourage me, right? I would feel depleted. I would feel discouraged. Like, well, dang, should I even be drumming either? You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I just want to say, like, other people's opinions of you and thoughts of you it's none of your business, okay? Yeah. It's none of your business, and it has nothing to do with, with with what God is calling you to do, okay? So that just might be, I'm using you as an example because you already started saying you were a drummer, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that might just have been your drumming season, you yeah. know? And then the next season was your poet season, right? Yeah. And now look at, you're in another season, you're doing podcasts, now it's your podcast season. And then it might be a season, this is, and, and it also might be the preparation we were talking about earlier. This might be the preparation for a season coming where you're doing all treat. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you, you, we have to like, it's all about being, I know a lot of people say confident, but I call it God-fident, right? It's all mm. about being God-fident and what you know you can do like we talked about the people that don't know yet and the people that do have an idea you know so when when people come with their their um some people come with their narrow mindsets a lot of people are stuck in their ways especially in this generation have yeah. you ever like you realize that <laughs> a lot of people are like stuck in their mindsets and some of their mindsets is, is based off of the trauma that they're going through. So what it is, is a lot of people are just projecting their insecurities. A lot of people That's are projecting wild. their traumas and all of that. So, uh, and, and what we do, if we don't pay attention and, and, and be careful, what we do is we accept those projections. People can project all they want. Will yeah. you accept it is the next thing. You know what I'm saying? 
So we have to we have to be intentional. I would say that. And especially to my younger my younger people, you know, that's out there. You know, I know friends is a big thing. Having friends, you know, that's funny because I've been God took me through a season when I actually moved out to Florida. God Mm -hmm. took me through a season where he like, you ain't about to have no friends. I don't know what you're (laughs) thinking, but you about to be friendless. And I'm like, you know, what? fine. And that's when I was starting to you know, be serious in my walk. And I was still doing stuff, guys. Don't don't get it twisted. You're going to mess up out here, okay? The yeah. walk is not about being perfect like we talked about. I was still drinking. I was, and I was, listen, I was a whole drinking Christian. You hear me? Mm. I, I was still drinking and I was still, of course, I was of age, right? So don't be underage drinking, y'all. But, <laughs> I, you know, I was still indulging in certain things that I knew I shouldn't have been, but it was a process. I kept Every day, allowing God to come into me and show me how am I going to do this thing? Yeah. Okay. God doesn't want you to like sit down and write. How am I? No. All he wants you to do is surrender and say, I just want to give this up. That's all he needs is the invitation. And he take it from there, you know? So don't let people, what people um, say, their projections of their opinions, their thoughts, their traumas, their insecurities, just smile. That's what I do now. I just yeah. and, and and I'm not gonna say it's not gonna bother you. Sometimes it will. I'm keeping it real. It's gonna be like, well, dang, why she had to do that like that? Why he had to say that like that? You know, I was just trying to do my thing, and you, you know, what I'm saying. But it, it it may bother you, but shake it off and just smile. And what I say is like, I'm like, oh, Father, forgive them for they don't even know yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. You know, so it's it's all about knowing who you are. Back to that identity thing. You have to know and be okay and confident in who you are. Back speaking on um people being stuck in their ways. A lot of people will put you in situations where it's an endless spiral and they will guilt you with you're leaving now when we're at our lowest point. And my thing to say about that is when are you going to get out of your lowest point? And we can be so condemned. People can condemn us, actually hold us hostage for a purpose that they won't pursue. And we are literally killing our purpose every single day because we feel guilted by other people's purpose that they won't pursue. And, And I was stuck in that for a long time. And I feel as though we as young artists, we as people who have our creativity, we as creatives, we cannot be shackled by anybody else. And it's going to make people angry. It's going to make people upset. It's going like when I started my creative, my creative purpose is this. I only started this podcast literally four months ago. My name, my artist name, Jay Poetics, was nothing for like five months ago. This started on April 25th, 2022. And I really realized that this is who I am, not shackled to anybody else. And it's really getting, and even in Exodus, where the, the Israelites are crossing, or supposedly crossing the Red Sea, they come to this point and they're like, Moses, you brought us out here to die. And I always, I love this story and I always tell it in my pockets. You brought us out here to die. Moses talks to his people like, God, he's going to save us. He's going to he's, just wait on the Lord. The Lord tells Moses, literally, it's in the scripture and it's so hilarious. The Lord tells Moses, why do you cry out to me? Tell the people to move, lift your staff. And that's really speaking to me. Hey, I have to move. 
God, look, God won't move in my life until I do it first. Mr. Poetic, you got me snapping over here. (laughs) That's like really important to realize. So this is the point where I always ask everyone who comes on this spot, what are three Three things you can tell the younger generation to pursue their God-given gifts. Wow. I would definitely say stay true to you. Yeah. Stay true to you. And and that doesn't mean stay true to the person you want to become. Okay, that means stay true to whoever you are right now. Be honest with yourself. The thing about it, if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't be honest with God or nobody else. That's real. So stay true to where you are right now. Accept the fact that you're somewhere that you probably don't want to be right now and stay true to stay true to the fact that you're making those changes. You're striving to make those changes, but don't try to pretend because guess what? God cannot bless who you pretend to be. That's real. And number two, going back to what you say, what you said just now, um, you have to move. God is not waiting we're not waiting on god he's waiting on us that's true and the you want confirmation okay i give it to you faith without works is dead Mm. you can't say you serve god and love god and i have faith but but what faith is tied to works and works are tied to movement and movement Mm. is tied to your feet what are you doing are you getting up to go do what 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 are you doing your feet and your hands what are you putting your feet and your hands to you know what i'm saying so stay true to who you are okay Make sure them works behind what you say is fruitful. Make sure it's mm. evident. Okay. And the last thing I would want to say is trust God completely. Yeah. Put your complete trust in Christ. Not in not in likes or comments. <laughs> not in what your friends think. Not in not in your appearance either. I noticed a lot of that, you know, being a school teacher as well, you know, I'm, I'm in this, this generation too. So I, mm. I see how they move and, you know, and I, and I understand you guys like to look nice. You guys like to, you know, um, feel good and all these things, but never try to impress somebody, whatever you do, wear, however you wear your hair, whatever, whatever you do, it should be strictly just because you love it. Just because yeah. you you just you enjoy it, you know, so never, never like put yourself in a, like put yourself in a category that you're trying to fit in. Stand out. God called you to be set apart. Stand out yeah. and be, be confident. Be OK with standing out. And I think um, people literally the Bible in its entirety if you just read it from Genesis to Revelation, God wants us to stand out. And my pastor pointed this out a, a couple months ago. Um, I attend Union Church, um, Maryland. Uh, pastor Stephen Chandler, he's an amazing pastor if you ever want to look him up. But he he broke this down where literally the root word of church is ecclesia. And that means to stand out. That means like... And, I just feel sorry for all the Christians out here who are constantly trying to proclaim a God, but also constantly trying to fit into the devil's narrative. And it's literally a it's literally a double minded mentality where how can you proclaim God when you're 
trying to fit your personality, fit your drive, fit your creative purpose, fit your whatever you do day to day, according to the social standard. Yes. And yes. and just being going against the grain is very important to realize. I want you to touch on what are some ways that we as Christians, we as believers, and not even us as just we as creatives, we as somebody building a platform, building a YouTube channel, making songs, recording, how can we stand against the grain of this social age? I would just say, especially where we are right now, stay away from religion. (laughs) God is not of religion. He does not like religion. That's so powerful. God is of relationship. Going back to the intimacy we were talking about of friendship, the intimacy of a romantic partnership, the intimacy of just somebody that you love and care about their well-being. It's back to intimacy. Stay away. Let me tell you guys something. Being religious is bondage. You got shackles all over you. You got chains all over you. And you're just trying to do these things, oh, by the law and by this and by that. And you're you're just shackling yourself. And that's the important part about it. Nobody's shackling you up. That's you. That's you doing that. Yeah. When God, Christ, Christ came to call us to freedom. Okay? So I would say stay away from religion. You mentioned being double-minded. And what does the Bible say about being double-minded? Mm. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So no yeah. matter what you try to do, if you're double-minded, no matter what you try to put your hands to, you're going to be unstable. You're going to be you're going to be unstable. You're going to be confused. And let me tell you how God is not the author of confusion. That's strictly from the enemy. So stay away from religion. That's not who God is. So don't try to don't try to um please God based off religion, off of what um, somebody is saying, well, you cannot enter in the kingdom of God because you wear that or because you do that or because no, 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 no. That's religion. And that's bondage. That person, you need to pray for that person. That's all you can do. Okay. Because they're in bondage and they need to be released, but do not be subjected to religion. Just, just have a full blown relationship. If you want to dye your hair, do it with Christ. Ask Christ what color. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I do. When I when, yeah. If I want to get my nails on or something, I'm like, Lord, what, what color should I do? That's the intimacy I'm talking about, you know? And a lot, of, let me tell you something. A lot of people that hear us talking like this right now, they would probably say that we're crazy. You know, but that's fine because God told me if they're calling us crazy, that means we're doing every something right. You know what I'm saying? So stay away from religion. Religion is strictly from the enemy. I, I want to say something. Um, I did an interview with uh, recording artist Gabby Callwood. As people are listening to this right now, it's already released. Go check that out. But it, it's in the sense that she built her platform when she was figuring God out. And when she released her song or was featured on a song named 12 a.m., that's when her platform just blew up absolutely insane. Thousands of people replaying the song 12 a.m. And it was it went viral on TikTok, everything. And I believe people, Christians and even people who didn't even know what God was, stamped religion on her. And she's a young artist, same age as I am, 20 years old. They stamped religion on her. And it came to the point where she was, I can't speak for her, 
but I can also recognize, I can look at the situation. I can see, hey, she didn't know what to feel. She's being condemned with all the, by all these people who, who claim that they're Christians and they believe in this God. But all these people are judging her and all these people are condemning her and all these people are, are going against her because now she makes a decision where I, I don't know. So it's really in in being a new Christian and being coming to Christ, who I want to ask this question, where should we take our influence from? And the most basic answer, oh, read the Bible. But not a lot of younger people go straight to the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, so who should we take influence from and in, in just how can we really get connected um, in our faith and building that every day? Yeah, um, this is so funny. God is so strategic because prior to this, I was having a, a conversation with my younger sister pretty much about this. Jay, big up yourself. Um, and... We were talking about condemnation and it comes from the body of Christ, right? Majority of the time. I mean, it comes from outside of the body of Christ too, but nowadays, and we're living in the last days, so revelation is unfolding as we day day by day. So um, people are going to be calling what's good, evil, what's evil, good. And a lot of the condemnation, unfortunately, is coming from inside of the body of Christ. Mm. And I, and this is just my opinion, but I feel as though it's because um, it, it kind of goes back to the the traumatic thing, right? With the projections. Mm. I feel that as though there's a lot of things that's un, unresolved in people. So when they see someone else doing something that they, they may have, they may want to do, you know, instead of turning to, um, happiness for their brethren or their sistren or like you know i'm proud of you or that's what's up i love that they allow that emotion and oh my goodness emotions is huge it's huge it's huge uh one of the fruit of the spirit is self-control you god didn't give us this body and the earth and everything in it to be dominated over by we have dominion over the earth and everything all there is in right so our emotions we have control over that and, you know, so I feel like that that's where that stems from. But what I would say is, you know, obviously not everyone that say the Bible says this too. not everyone that say, Lord, Lord, mm-hmm. will enter in, you know. So obviously not everyone that is like, you know, saying, oh, I serve God or I, I preach and all this stuff is um, intentionally coming from the heart with trying to help and better their brothers and sisters. So for the younger people, I would just say, um, of course, you know, um, you want to, if you don't, if you don't like read the word and I know how it is with reading. And let me tell you something, when it, when it comes to like reading the Bible, that's when the enemy will attack you the most. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you like, I'm sleepy. You start yawning and you just start getting the spirit that Oh, I don't want to do this no more. You want to hurry up and read through it. And so you're not reading it with intentionality, you know? So um, that's when the enemy will attack you the most. So there's other ways that you can get the word, like consume the word, get it inside of your spirit and your heart without having to read it. And that's the beauty of, of you know, as, as technology advances and stuff like that. Um, I would say um, if you're, if you're not there yet with like sitting down and reading it, I would say, 
play it on audio and just listen, yeah. you know. But aside from that, I, I mentioned the word because that's very important. If you don't do that now, um, that's okay. But I want you to start practicing that. Yeah. Start trying to get into the environment of, you know, getting in God's presence that way because that's 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 a powerful way. That's what I'm going to say. Um, but aside from that, I, I would definitely say, like, you want to... You want to, the Bible says, seek and you shall find. Knock the door yeah. be open and ask and you shall receive. Start start utilizing your voice, you know. And and um, when you do come across somebody that, and the thing about spirits is you will always feel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will always feel. A lot of people say vibes, energy. It's all the same thing as spirits. You will always feel it. And so when you come across someone and you, you're hearing them speak, the word of God, or you're hearing them that, you know, they got a good head on their shoulder. That's somebody I would love to look up to or be my mentor or whatever. Um, definitely you want to pray before you do anything in life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Cause you need discernment, especially as you get older, you need discernment. But um, I would say, have a conversation with that person. You know what I'm saying? Um, find somebody you can trust, find somebody mm-hmm. that you can feel and you can see the evidence. You have to see fruit, okay? Just because somebody is speaking and doing all this stuff, what is the fruit? The yeah. Bible say, by their fruit, you shall know the truth, right? So, um, but you definitely, like I said, fellowship is important when it, when it comes to Christ. You definitely want to find people um, that you can come into fellowship with and feed off of and bounce off of. And you can help too. It, let me tell you something. Age is nothing but a number for real. Yeah. Okay. So it's all about your mentality and where you are. There's a lot of people that's that's uh, 15, 16, and they're very mature in their spirits. I'm talking about spirit now, I'm not talking about an age. They're very mm. mature in spirit. And then you got 45, 50 year olds that's highly immature in spirit, you know? So definitely want to put yourself in atmospheres where you can be fed, you know? So, um, and with that being said, too, like, I'm here for that. That's part of my purpose. That's part of what I do. Um, like, I speak to people and, 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 you know, we come into agreement. I have a prayer line where we come into agreement. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I'm here for that. So just try to find people that can better you. Again, that that bad company. You don't want to be in that atmosphere. So that's what I would say. Definitely. So coming down to my last question of this session, and you basically alluded to it, I want to put you on a podium and it's not even prideful. Just give a picture to the people of what you're doing and and how do you operate in your artistry and how people can get connected, plug social medias, um, specifically um, the courses that you have or just how people can see the vision and, and and come into it and come in agreement with you and all that you are doing. Yes. Thank you for that. Also, I'm, I'm very I'm grateful for this as well. I would definitely say, um, like I said, I, I have my own ministry. So um, you can follow that ministry on Instagram at CB17 visions with a z at the end so v-i-s-i-o-n-z um and as you guys get to know me and follow me you will see that 17 i will be talking about 17 all the time mm. sometime i over exaggerate and i'll be like i had to do this 17 times when i really probably had to do it only two but you know so um but you can follow me there what, what what like i said we just hold on to the visions and the promises of god and we take up our cross daily so yeah. you have to remember that yesterday is yesterday 
Okay, you can't do nothing to change that. Tomorrow's tomorrow. You don't even know if you're going to be here for that. But what you have, you have today. So today you take up your cross. And the Bible says his mercies are new every single day. So every single day you wake up, you got a new mercy, you got new mercies, you know. So um, I just love to help people know their identity in Christ and just to feel God fitted in who they are, whether yes. they are not who they really want to be yet, but where you are right now. Okay. Feel confident and, and feel good knowing that you're striving and every day strive, keep putting your hands to something, keep putting your hands to something. Um, I also have a healing session, a one-on-one -on -one healing session because we all need healing. If we're not healing, everyone has some type of trauma, some type of tragedy that they're either still trying to resolve or it may feel like they have already resolved, but really you haven't, you know, or you just haven't had the proper tools to utilize to get those things resolved, right? So I'm here for that. I have a one-on-one -on -one healing sessions where we come in, we come together and we dissect, you know, mm. there's no surface uh, on the surface kind of thing. It's all anchored and deeper and we go deep, you know? And um, I also have a power prayer line, um, that's free of charge. I'm not going to charge you to pray with you. What? Where they do that? At? <laughs> um, so that's just where we come into agreement. And it's, it's not on a, like a group call. I know a lot of prayer lines are group calls. No, it's, it's direct. It's just me and you. And you tell me what you may want to really go into prayer with. And we go to war in the spirit. Right. Um, and I also have music out there. My music page on Instagram is at, is at music with Cooley. Mm -hmm. um, so you can follow that and I have some tracks and some music out there all the all the links and everything is over there so if you go to that page but um, yeah overall guys I just want to help um, better help better myself because I'm not perfect I'm not there I'm still striving day by day you hear me I'm mm -hmm. still striving and my 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 goal and I feel like my calling is to as I'm still striving to help my brother and my sister strive along the way and we're going to do this together we're going to walk this walk together so all that she mentioned all links all social media everything that you can get connected with will be in the description below of any all platforms that you're listening or whether it be Spotify Apple or even YouTube. But thank you, Truly Baby, for being a part of the JXW podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, this was such a blessing. Thank you.